Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is not a test. This is not a test. This is what we call an overexcited I Am Rappaport stereo podcast. It's not a test. It is a overexcited I Am Rappaport stereo podcast. Listen, if you listen to the last banger I Am Rappaport stereo podcast, I walked you through me, my personal UFC 229 experience, okay? If you are a fan of the I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast, this summer, before UFC 228, I got to sit down and interview the Black Beast, Derek Lewis, who, in my opinion, was the star of Saturday night's UFC 229. Well, lo and fucking behold, Derek Lewis, a.k.a. the Black Beast, is back. Days after kicking fake Drago's ass, days after kicking his ass in dramatic fashion, fake Drago got his ass beaten by Derek the Black Beast Lewis in dramatic fashion. Well, he's back. He's talking to us. His next fight just got announced. He will be fighting at UFC 230. And lo and fucking behold... UFC 230 will be in the world's most famous arena. Madison Square Garden, November 3rd, UFC 230. Nate Diaz is fighting. Derek the Black Beast Lewis is fighting. Daniel Cormier, who I like. Fuck that. New York has your back. Coming up next on the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Okay, on an overexcited episode, we are doing 
some sick fucks of the week. We are breaking down the Odell Beckham, Little Wayne fallout, and special guest, the Black Beast, Derek Lewis, fresh off his victory in dramatic fashion against the fake Drago, discussing what it's been like since fight night and how he's going to get ready to face a tough-ass Daniel Cormier for the motherfucking belt in Madison Square Garden. Miles Jordan, let me get something nice. Let me get something real proper. It's the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. All right, my name is Michael Rappaport. You are now rocking with the best. This is an overexcited I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. I'm going solo on that ass because this came out of nowhere. This came out of nowhere. I did not expect to get the champ, Derek Lewis, on the phone. But I got him. It's a great interview. But before we get into that, the pleasure and pain of being a New Yorker, as I I said the other day, my, my three favorite things in sports are when the Yankees beat the Red Sox, although I could give two shits about baseball, when LeBron James loses, whether he's in Miami, Cleveland, or now the Lakers, trust me, I'm gearing up for that. I can't wait to see him get his fucking ass kicked. You can try to do all the television shows and Space Jam 2s and all that bullshit you want, okay? But as soon as that ball throws up in the air for basketball season 2018-2019, LeBron James... I will be breaking your fucking balls somehow, some way. My third most favorite thing in sports is beating Gorilla Face Gary, a.k.a. Mama Monkey, a.k.a. Flaw Flaw Funky, in the Howard Stern Fantasy Football League. But tonight, I sat here and watched the motherfucking Yankees get their asses kicked again. It's painful. I'm embarrassed every single time the Yankees lose to the Red Sox. And I don't no three players on the team. I need basketball season to start because New York sports are right now in disarray. Not that I'm expecting the Knicks to win a championship. Okay? I'm not. But David Fisdale will be turning around the New York Knicks. Mark my words. The other day I went hard on Odell Beckham. I went hard on his interview with Little Wayne and Josina Anderson, I think that's her name. Well, since that happened, Little Wayne clapped back. Uh, if you didn't see Little Wayne's five-minute retort to all of the critics about his uh, interview, where he sat down, uh, didn't say anything, uh, but was there uh, uh, with Odell Beckham in his pregame uh, interview. Uh, here's a little clip. Miles, Jordan, play a little clip. First of all, to the person that said, how can he be taken seriously if Lil Wayne's sitting next to him? The person that said that is a reporter or whatever journalist from New York by the name of Frank Isola. Frank, I rock with you. I actually like you. When you come on TV, I like you. I like your accent, your heavy New York, Italian, whatever accent. I like the way you just... you. You do your thing, you say what you want to say, you, you get your point across. But you um you 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 mentioned my name. My name came out your mouth this time and uh 
when that happens, I get, I'm going to fire you back at you. And y'all know I don't get on here to do this. I only get on here to do positive things, say great things. And uh, I've heard things like, but Frank, come on. I know you up there in New York. I know a little bit about New York. I spent a little time on an island out there called Rikers Island. Uh, I know a little bit about New York, and um, I don't know much about you, though. And the um, fact is, you don't know much about me. So uh, with that said, keep my name out your mouth. Now, I'm going to be totally honest with you. When I saw Little Wayne trending, uh, and then I saw him uh, starting to talk about the interview... I got fucking nervous. I said, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, fortunately, he didn't go after me, as you could hear. He went after Frank Isola, who I like. Um, he went after Eli Manning, who, of course, I also like. Uh, Frank Isola, uh, if you're not familiar with him, he's a New York sports writer, heavily involved with the NBA, shows up on ESPN a lot, good dude. He's got great hair. Uh, uh, he does an NBA uh, uh, show f- on Sirius XM with Scalabrini. Listen, Frankie Ice, Scal's not going to be able to help you out with this one. I don't know how the fuck you're going to fix this, but you got to fix it with Wheezy. Thank God it wasn't me. Shit. That would hurt. That would fucking hurt. I would expect a phone call or a text. Wheezy, if I ever offend you, please don't go on Instagram. That's embarrassing. I was embarrassed for Frank Isola. I wasn't that embarrassed for Eli Manning because there was a certain amount of respect there. But Frankie Ice, uh, uh, Wheezy, Lil Wayne, he's not fucking with you right now. He's not rocking with you. I'm just glad it was not me. I don't know what's going to happen with the Giants um, going forward. Uh, You know, we're in trouble. We're in deep shit. I see no reason why they shouldn't bring in Colin Kaepernick to do wildcat plays, to throw defenses off. Uh, uh, Joe Flacco and the Baltimore Ravens, who are doing very well this season, they got their rookie, uh, Jackson, uh, uh, coming in off the bench, uh, doing that kind of thing. Uh, Drew Brees, uh, who broke the record for most touchdowns or yards or something. Let's see Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. We don't fact check. I know there's a lot of new listeners the main rule, or one of the main rules of the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast, is that we do not fact check anything, okay? So uh, if I get something wrong, that's that's just the beauty of the podcast. Uh, I, I'm doing this podcast naked, not literally, figuratively. Now, sometimes I do the podcast naked, both literally and figuratively. Unfortunately, that is not one of the times right now. Now is not one of those times where I'm actually physically naked, and, and making a, a literal, uh, uh, I'm going too far down the line with the language here. You get what I'm saying. If you've also never listened to the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast, what we're about to do uh, is the award-winning Sick Fuck of the Week segment. Uh, this is a award-winning I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast segment. The music that is coming in so, so eloquently and so nicely right now, that is the Sick Fuck of the Week theme song. Um, this is an award that goes out to a certain person with a certain, uh, uh, a je ne sais quoi. Not everybody, not every sick fuck can get this award. But the three, I got three hard-hitting sick fucks of the week. Uh, uh, one of them is definitely a top 10 nominee for the year. It, you listen, 
We're, we're almost at mid-October. By uh, mid-December, we have to start uh, cutting it down to the uh, Sick Fucks of the Year Award. And then, of course, we have to give out the coveted Sick Fuck of the Year. The Sickest Fuck of 2018. So we're putting it all together. Send in all your suggestions. Okay, this is a quick, uh, a quick hitter. These are just three magical sick fucks. Uh, and I'll get into it right now. This is a true story. This is a sick but very true sick fuck of the week. Two of them. Two of them in Mexico City. A Mexican couple was caught with a, a stroller, uh, a shopping cart full of grown-up body parts. Authorities believe they may have killed up to 20 people. They were stopped on the street. Obviously, the police that stopped them didn't expect what they found. This is just the beginning of the story. This is a true story. It happened in Mexico City. These two, and they're a couple. And I don't know why they have the, the, a cross across their face. Like their faces are kind of blurred. Maybe that's what they do in Mexico. Okay, but the sick fucks of the week, we like to put them on blast. These two sick fucks have been arrested. Obviously, there's going to be a strong, deep investigation. And all the things that are coming to you, congratulations, you are now on the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast Sick Fuck of the Week list. Uh, A man accused in Virginia, a guy named Jack Price, who looks like a sick fuck of the week, uh, looks like your your, your straightforward uh, uh, 55-year-old Caucasian sick fuck of the week. Jack Price of Virginia was accused of putting meth in his mother-in-law's coffee. He got sentenced to prison. Uh, His 95-year-old mother-in-law, she survived the attack. This was an attack. Uh, you ask your son-in-law, oh, sweetie, uh, could, would you mind getting me a, a cup of coffee? Uh, a short thing, ma, you know, that's what you call your mother-in-law. Uh, this sick fuck didn't just bring her uh, uh, some coffee uh, with milk. He, he laced it with some meth. Fortunately, uh, Grandma Esther, that's what they call her, uh, she did not die. Um, and and De- Jack Price has been arrested and sentenced to first-degree murder. His sentence hasn't been laid out, uh, uh, but I rest assured, Jack Price, the age you are and the look on your face, you ain't getting out of prison, and you shouldn't, you sick fuck you. Uh, Finally, in New Jersey, an English teacher in Montgomery, New Jersey, at Montgomery High School, this is not that far away from where my mother lives out in Jersey, New Jerusalem. Uh, Miss Ashell, Michelina Ashell, a 29-year-old Montgomery High School teacher, was arrested and charged with sending nude photos of herself and engaging in sexually explicit conversations with her 17-year-old student. You sick fuck you. Now, Miss Ashell, whose real name is Michelina Ashell, she's not a bad-looking broad. She's not a bad looking woman but after you look past her nice uh, hazel eyes you see the sick fuck deep in her soul listen 
This is an overexcited I Am Rapport Stereo podcast. This is not the full Monty. This is what we call a quick hitter. Now, the Black Beast, ESPN, when you do your ESPYs next year, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of plays of the year, sports moments of the year. I am pleading right now, do not forget what happened a few days ago at UFC 229 before all the craziness. My guy Derek Lewis was down on all the scorecards. As he says during the interview that's coming up next, he couldn't see shit. He had gotten poked or scratched in the eye. It was desperation. It was Rocky four times, and he knocked out the fake fucking Drago. Derek Lewis will be headlining UFC 230 versus Daniel Cormier, who I like, but not on November 3rd in the Garden. Coming up next, my man Derek Lewis, the Black Beast, on the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Hello. D. Lou. Hey, what's up? <laughs> my man, how are you? Crazy, man. Crazy few weeks, I guess you say. Has, has it been nuts since the fight? Oh, yeah, man. We got to keep my phone on charger. Just all sorts of calls, podcasts. Yeah, yeah, all kind of stuff. All kind of shit. How do you feel, man? First of all, let me just tell you this. I texted you this, but let me just tell you this. You made my fucking night. I, I, that was so fucking crazy. And I hated I hated seeing you, you know, struggle. And I hated seeing you, you know, in trouble. But when you fucking hit fake fucking Drago, I went fucking crazy. My wife was like, what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck? Like, she was, calm down. You're fucking screaming. And that was just the beginning of the night. But I was so fucking happy for you man i was so i was just so happy because it was so exciting it was like a fucking movie especially the, like the time that it happened so late in the third round so i just wanted to congratulate you and i mean it was just crazy man I, I, it, yeah, it was it crazy was, it was like a rocky movie a real rocky movie you know you come back at the end were you yeah. how, how aware of you uh, of the time were you in the third round? Like how, how conscious of you? Like are are they saying like thirty seconds? Um, uh, like were you aware of the time? Oh yeah, yeah. My coaches. That's like I got like three of them, and one of them job is to call out every minute that goes by, and he kept calling out the minute, and whenever he said one minute left, and that's whenever I was like, okay, I got to go now. That's what happened like two fights ago. I did the same exact thing two fights ago. Yeah, I, I, I saw that. Now, now, are you when you're when you're pushed that hard and you're you're going that hard, like are you like is your body just like I mean it's been a few days since the fight. Like are are you are you starting to feel normal now? Like how does your body feel now? Like since since that night. Um, my body feels feels good, but it's it's not so much as me getting tired. It's just the energy level. I don't. My energy wasn't there. It wasn't that I just didn't have cardio or anything like that. It's just my energy. I just believe that um, me cutting that much weight because I walk around almost like really two ninety, and I have to cut all the way down to um, two sixty five to make weight. Mm. And I believe that that is the um, the big downfall for myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once yeah. I step in there, I don't have energy. 
Is it, do do you feel like that's fucking you up? Like, is it really making it so much more harder than than you would imagine it would be? Yeah, for sure. That's the reason why I don't. I'm not throwing any punches. You know, I want to like the whole time fighting with myself, basically, not even really fighting with my opponent. I'm fighting with myself, like, okay, throw, throw, throw something, and I just can't because I don't have the energy. And you got to defend on like a, like like fake Drago. He's long. He's kicking. He's doing like he's he's long yeah. too, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Did you ever call him? Like you're you're a low key dude. Obviously, like the McGregor Khabib thing was nuts. But did you ever call him? Uh, uh, you fake Drago. Fuck you. At any time before the fight, <laughs> after, since, have you ever said you fake fucking Drago? You? No, I didn't even know who Drago was. I didn't. I didn't. I watched Rocky before, but I didn't know. Didn't remember that's his name or nothing like that until um, fight week. Until everyone started saying it. You know, I didn't even know that. The guy in uh, Rocky name, that was his name. Yeah, well, it, it, it was, yo, that was crazy, man. That was just a crazy fucking fight, man. I was so fucking happy for you, man. Sincerely, like, I was just fucking pumped for you. Now, how many times, it's been just a few days, how many times have grown men asked you about your balls since the post-fight press conference? <laughs> like, like seriously, estimate. If you had oh, to, like, yeah, yeah, I know, right? Yeah, dude. They've been asking me, especially today. Even ESPN, they was asking me all about my balls. Ha- has yeah, anyone reached crazy. out about like ball, like sweaty balls, like e- endorsements or anything like this? Underwear no, endorsements? I'm, I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting. I'm hoping they can sooner or later. I'm still waiting on that. Um. Now I saw on the internet. Is this real? UFC two thirty. Are you fighting Cormier? Yeah, I'm fighting him at the Madison Square Garden November third. That that's fucking happening. Yes. Now, had any of that discussion been had that been discussed before uh, uh, Saturday night, or is it just like you kicked ass? It, it was dramatic. Let's get it on. And then also, how do you sort of like you, you know recover? Like take a little chill pill and then go back right into training, or does that make it easier, especially for for you with the weight and you like to eat and all that other shit? <laughs> no, this is um. Yeah, of course I want to take some time off, or at least spend some time with my kids and stuff like that. And that's one of the reasons why I went to the movies today to try to um, do something with them before my camp get a little bit too crazy. You know, because they coming down tomorrow to follow me around and stuff like that too. And um, now, um, yeah, it, it is real crazy, man, because my body do need the rest. And stuff like that because I did take a lot of damage, and um, but I believe that I could just really rest, but I still somewhat train on the treadmill at least um for a week, then get right back into full beast mode. What movie did you take your kids to go see? Oh, Venom. Okay, is it good? Yeah, it was good. Now you're you're like in between fights, but you just got off a fight. You just went back to cutting weight. Now between you and me, you're in the movie theater. I know when I go to the movie theater, I like. Oh some... sure, I went all out. What'd you get? I had a milkshake, I had a <laughs> pizza, I had um, two Pepsi's, I had um, boneless chicken wings. Jesus Christ, fries. you're at a movie theater, not a fucking dinner. I mean, what, what kind of theater no, that, is this? that was just appetizers. That's appetizers. 
This is not even in the theater? No, nah, no, nah, I'm bullshit. <laughs> nah, that was real meals, but that was real meals. Yeah, I got all that at the movie theater, yeah. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, they bring it all to you. Just press the button. Oh, they okay. Up, they come to you. Okay. And you order whatever you want. They bring alcohol if you want it too. Okay, Wine. so you went to one of those cool theaters. Yeah, that's all that we go to. Now, now listen. That's really is all that's around here. Now, listen to me, Derek. UFC 230 is is in New York City. I'm going to be in the fucking building. That's 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 for sure. I'm going yeah. to be in the fucking building. Okay, New York is going to have your fucking back. I am letting you know right now. I'm going to cuz I know you're not a big shit talker, you're low key, but I am going to you're going to be like at some point during the fight, you're going to hear me Blood curdling, no matter what's going on. I got your fucking back in the fucking garden. The same building that Ali fought Frazier, that Andre the Giant fought Hulk Hogan. Okay, I'm going to be yeah, in that crazy, motherfucker man. for you, man. <laughs> yeah, appreciate it. <laughs> so where were you during the Khabib-McGregor uh, fight? Oh, I was in Khabib locker room. Wait a second. We shared, yeah, we shared the same locker room. You so you watched the fight in the locker room? Yeah. And and when when they finally got to the locker room, what the fuck was that like? Oh man, that was like I believe they hit every damn wall coming coming through the hallway, so like um that was just the police officers that were surrounding them. They probably had like thirty cops around them. And you could hear them just yelling all the way into the game to the, the locker room. Talking about lock all the doors, lock every door. No one comes in. And we just kept yelling that. And and how long did it take for for it to like sort of calm down and like okay like? Oh no, no, I had left because I wasn't gonna be in there with all them cops with the doors locking. They start asking questions, stuff <laughs> like that. They got warrants and stuff. Now I'm gone. <laughs> That's fucking funny, man. That's fucking. I mean, did you did you ever could you ever imagine like your fight? I mean, I'm not like an expert, but that has to. I mean, obviously, you know that the, the the afterwards. I don't support that as much as I like the shit talking and all that. I don't support you know the stuff going into the crowd because people could get hurt, women could get hurt. It, it's just not good. But you know, this has to be considered with the drama of your fight. Um, the 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 other the other guys. Um, I can't remember their name that fought um, before McGregor and then the, the McGregor fight. This this is like one of the most iconic nights in UFC history. I mean, that was fucking nuts. Yeah, the thing about it, though, the build up to it and it delivered just how it was supposed to or what. You know, all the fights were entertaining. There's no boring fights. You know, I believe the fans got more than what they asked for. It was just a great night to me. Yeah, it was, you know, it was some real good fights. It, it was really good. It, uh, so, are you good? They ke they kept saying uh, during the fight, like, "Oh, he might have had an injury in his orbital bone, orbital bone, whatever the fuck it is." The the, the orbital, you, I don't know. Can you fucking say it? Orbital bone? What, can you say <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about the orbital bone. Yeah, I, I'm saying what shit. I can't say it. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. Now, um, I got X-ray on my hand. That was my finger. That's all they did. They didn't really doing thing with my own my eye but i did get hit in my eye both my eyes really and i couldn't see so i had to like just try to um wait until he stopped swinging then pick my head back up because i didn't want to 
have my chin in there or head up while he just swinging on me like that because I couldn't see anything. Both my eyes were burning. Like they put, like I put some soap in my eyes. That's the way it was burning. Is it, you mean like your your actual eyeball, did it get like poked yeah. or scratched? Yeah, they, they both bloodshot red right now. Like I've been smoking some heavy ganja. <laughs> That's the way they look right now. <laughs> now, now I know you have respect for your opponents, and yes. at, at all all the fighters do. And 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 I know, uh, you know, I talked to you about this the last time you were on the podcast. When when you when you connected with that punch, w w I mean, I know it was late, and it's like you know, you it had to happen quick. Did you know like this is it? Like how how quick? I mean, obviously when the referee pulls you off, but at what point did you know like I got him? Oh, once I really not whenever I connected the first punch when I was standing up because I felt like I didn't hit him that hard. And the whenever we got the, I got the second punch, really the third punch on the ground, that's whenever I knew I had, I got him then. And I was still trying to listen for the clock, though, for the 10-second clock. It didn't never come. So I was like, okay, maybe I still got time or maybe I didn't hear it because of the fans I got real loud whenever. He hit the ground, so maybe I. So I was just really trying to hurry up and try to get him out of there before um, the fight was over. Did Did you watch the fight again? No, I didn't watch the whole fight. I just seen the highlight. Well, listen, man. I, I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, uh, like I told you, man, it was fucking dope watching the fight. I'll be there <laughs> in New York, um, either before the fight. Or, or after the fight, we got to get some pizza in New York. And, and uh, you know, I just cannot tell you how much I'm going to be rooting for you. And, you, you know, I've been a fan. You made new fucking fans. And, and I just, you know, con congratulations on a, on a just, it was dope, man. It was so fucking dope. And I just, I'm wishing you all the luck in training and, you, you know, healing and getting ready for this, this next dude. You know, he's going to be on some wrestling shit. Do whatever the fuck you got to do. <laughs> Stomp him. Do whatever the fuck you got to do to keep him off you because you know he's going to be coming for those wrestling takedowns. Yeah, for sure, man. And um, like fight week or whenever I get out there, uh, we got to do the same game. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yo, now we got to do the shame game in New York. We have to do the shame game. People will be bugging off of that shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool, man. Yeah. Yo, I, I wish you luck, and, and I'll be in touch with you. And, and just, you know, congratulations, man. It was so awesome. Congratulations to your family and your whole camp, man. It was awesome. Yeah, for sure, man. I appreciate it. All right, I'll talk to you soon, my man. All right. All right. All right. I told you I was excited, and that's why. I want to thank my guy, Derek Lewis. Good luck with all your training. Don't eat too much. Guy likes to fucking eat. He was on uh, another Iron Rapport Stereo podcast where we got deep into all the things he likes to eat. This guy likes to eat. Stay off the fried foods. Got a couple of weeks, and then we're back in New York, baby, at the Garden. Uh, so I appreciate you rocking with me. You should follow uh, Derek Lewis, The Beast UFC, on Instagram. His Instagram handle is The Beast UFC. You'll see a lot of the videos that he posts on there. I, I find them and then remix them and I yellow them. Uh, anyway, this was an overexcited uh, I Am Rapport Stereo podcast. Miles, Jordan, take us out of here with something real nice, something real proper. We're out.